Hi, I'm Kimberly Chalmers, host of the Be Well, Be You podcast and YouTube channel. And I also have a blog at KimberlyChalmers.com. And I am all about offering strategies and really simple ways that we can live our most well and vibrant life. And today I have titled this episode, How to Be the Best Gift Giver Ever. Because let's face it, who wouldn't want to be a really great gift giver? Some people have an easy time giving with gift giving, and they always seem to know the right gift for the right person. And we all have people in our lives who have a natural ability for selecting memorable items that are just perfectly curated for the receiver. And if you're one of those people, please, please go to my blog at KimberlyChalmers.com and let us all know your ideas because we're always up for that, right? I'm not always, I must admit, I'm not always on target with gifts, but I have learned a few things along the way through trial and many, many errors. And mostly it's my children who've let me know when I've totally missed the mark. They are so good about being very honest with me when I have screwed up. So here are some no-fail tips for choosing the right gift for anyone in your life and really for becoming the person that people look forward to receiving gifts from. So the first thing here is to consider who the receiver is. So identifying key aspects of who they are can really help you coming up with ideas. So considering things like, are they classy? Are they earthy? Are they flamboyant? Are they outgoing? Are they introverted? Are they super sentimental? You know, if you're really looking at who is this person, it's going to give you a little clue into what they might like. Do they like entertainment or do they prefer a really good book? Do they love the environment or are they into the latest gadgets and electronics? Do they have something they love to collect or do they have a favorite color? So for example, if you know that they are super earthy, you could find a charity to donate to in their name. And I'm going to give you some ideas a little later on um, of some of my favorite charities, or you could pair a gorgeous house plant with a pretty macrame hanger, or you could purchase a set of specially made cloth towels that replace paper towels and tissues in their home. I recently purchased these for myself, so I happen to know that they're really great gift ideas. And uh, if you live in the lower mainland of British Columbia, hit up Chuckling Duckling. They've got some really, really great ideas there for you. Um, if somebody loves the color Purple, let's just say, and let's just say they also love gemstones. Well, you could keep your eye out for a purple stone that you could couple with some bath salts and maybe a candle. Perhaps the person loves books. Well, you could offer them a, su a subscription to Audible for a year, which honestly would just be an incredible gift for somebody who loves to listen to books. Or you could grab the latest bestseller in the genre that they love. So number two, you want to think about, are you going to do homemade gifts, maybe for some people, maybe just for one, maybe you're not doing homemade, maybe you're doing all store-bought, maybe you're re-gifting to the appropriate person, or maybe you're repurposing. There's lots of different ways to look at giving gifts. So some people are super sentimental and would love a homemade gift and others love repurpose items that are really clever and creative. 
have a look around your home to see if there's items that you could use to create a gift for someone. I often look around my home before I go to a store and sometimes I find a cool basket or, you know, a candle that I've never used. And this brings inspiration for the rest of the gift. Okay. Number three, consider who else would receive a similar gift. So when you're arranging similar gifts for multiple people, this can really maximize your time and your energy. Plus it can be a lot of fun for everyone to know that they received something that unifies them as a group that really it's like, Oh, we all got the same thing. That's so cool. And I've done this with my team gifts. I've done this with family gifts. And sometimes everybody opens it at the same time and they really express their joy at receiving the same thing. Or it might even just be slightly varied for each person, you know, just slightly more personalized. So examples of how you can do sort of group gifting, like, you know, combining your efforts here is like a photo calendar or album for one person that could be duplicated for others who would appreciate it, or even slightly altered to personalize it for each person. So I've done this in the past where I've done a big photo calendar and, you know, just tweak it by adding different photos or deleting certain photos. And you can kind of keep the same template and that really, again, maximizes your time, but also creates just a really, really lovely personalized gift. Another example is you could keep stocking stuffers in the same theme for the whole family. So um, maybe everybody gets PJs and everybody gets underwear, everybody gets chocolates and everybody gets a mandarin orange. We always get the mandarin orange right in the toe of the stocking. Um, And sometimes that really helps you just when thinking like, okay, everybody's getting pajamas. Okay, this makes it easier for me to go out and get pajamas for every person in their different sizing. Other examples. for office mates, for instance, they could all receive a gift basket with a slight variation in the items, depending on the person's interests or depending even on their roles within the team. How about home-baked treats for the teachers? And if you're doing this for all the teachers for your children, perhaps you could also do some home-baked gifts for your neighbors or for workmates, colleagues. What about friends who are maybe all in a similar stage of life? Maybe they could all receive a common book to read through and, you know, therefore benefit from this together. Think about things like parenting or topics like spirituality or travel or home decor, health, or even something like menopause, right? If you know you've got friends who have sort of similar interests or similar stages of life, it could be kind of fun to give everybody something in the same genre. How about curating a music playlist for friends who haven't been able to see each other for a while? And this really can create a shared experience for each person. Maybe, you know, these are schoolmates, classmates that you had years ago. And, you know, maybe it was in the 90s, like for me, for my university friends, maybe there's a bunch of songs that we all used to love and we could put together an album and give that out as a gift for everybody. How about writing a poem for your family to be able to share your love for them? And this is especially great for anybody who's sentimental. If you have even like a little tiny bit of writing ability, you can really have fun with this because you could create, uh, you could, you know, recall some certain memories and put that into a little poem, or you could mention each individual person in the family and something funny about them or something you love about them. So lots of different ways that you could do that. 
Okay, number four is thinking about time frame, timeline. And so it's really obvious. I mean, this seems obvious, but I know for myself, sometimes I don't think about these things in advance. So I need the reminder that I need to look at how much time I have left. You know, do I have the time to do this or is that just going to stress me out too much? Um, is there lots of time? And so I can create something or order something in advance. And I've found that I just, I really need to think through this. And especially nowadays, as there's shipping delays that are really commonplace. So, you know, something like ordering calendars and other personalized items might take a few weeks or if you're commissioning someone else to make something like I've done this before where I commissioned an artist to do a painting for someone and uh, didn't allow for the fact that this artist would you know take their time and you know go at their own pace and it was several months way beyond this person's birthday <laughs> so I had to you know let the person know like I promise I promise I have something really wonderful coming for you so just you know allowing for for time when we can right um my oldest is planning on knitting a sweater this year for our for her little sister and so of course this is going to require some planning and some time and getting the the yarn and and the pattern and all those kinds of things so it just takes some time so some gifts you know whether they're created or whether you're purchasing them even it the day of, um, if you know in advance who the person is, what they love, this can really make it a lot easier when you go shopping. Okay, number five of six. We got six to go, or two more to go here. So number five is the dollar value. Now, my mother is famous for ensuring that she spent exactly the same amount on each of her three children. And that same principle is applied to her 11 grandchildren. They each receive gifts or cash of the exact same value. Fairness is clearly one of her life values. And um, so, you know, really looking at, do you have a dollar amount that you're allotting for each person you're giving to this year? Um, or are you, do you typically just spend and then count it later? Maybe look at the credit card statement at the end, or are you looking at, hey, how can I be really thrifty this year, really frugal and, you know, doing the repurposing so I'm not really spending a lot of extra. So if you find that you get to the end of the season and you're totally maxed out on your credit cards, perhaps this is a good year to start allotting a dollar amount per person or even drawing names. Like this can be a really great thing for large groups or large families is to be able to draw names. And we've often done that. I'm one of 19 great grandchildren. So uh, long ago we realized, okay, if we're going to do this, we're going to have to start drawing names because <laughs> it gets a little, a little out of control. So while I don't share my mother's need to create fairness for everyone, I do feel that it really makes it easier when we have a budget for gift giving. And this allows us to make choices and to be creative within that budget. And having said that, the next point, number six, is be creative. Now, everyone loves a gift that's tailored to them, that's unique, um, because it really shows that you care about them. And sometimes this can be challenging which is why it's great to think about the person first and who they are and what do they love and who, what do they appreciate. Um, being creative doesn't have to mean lavish. It doesn't have to mean artistic. And honestly, a quick search online will give you a lot of ideas outside of what I'm including here today for you. But really take the pressure off yourself 
and allow a little creative energy to flow through you, even if you've never before seen yourself as creative. Because we're humans, you are creative by nature. Stop telling yourself you're not and remind yourself that you are. Besides, most ideas come from something we've read, something we've seen, heard, experienced, um, saw somebody else do. So just by gathering up ideas from other people, you're being creative. So here's some ideas for you that might just spark some imagination for you. You could make a gift certificate for a movie night at your place and include it in a gift basket filled with popcorn and a popcorn bowl, maybe some chocolates, and maybe you could even draft up some bingo cards, like some cool bingo cards to play during the movie together. Another idea is to honor someone who's maybe had a challenging year or who's accomplished something big this year with a little video collage with photos of them and you can just set it to music and just keep it simple. You know, if you're not super techie, it doesn't have to be super, you know, complex, but it can really mean a lot to somebody else. You could also offer babysitting services for those with young children or pet sitting so that they get some time to themselves. You could um, also provide a certificate for someone in, for maybe an astrology reading or energy healing session, massage therapy, or angel card reading services. You could plan an Airbnb get together. These are really fun. It can be relatively inexpensive, could be local, you know, even sometimes just going down the street and getting away gets you out of the norm and can be a lot of fun. You could create a special jar filled with stones and herbs and dried flowers and maybe even a special note for your loved one. And you could even seal the lid with wax for just that little extra special touch. You could put together a wellness basket full of herbal teas and vitamins, essential oils, and a really cool mug. Of course, message me if you want some uh, help with identifying what supplements would be great for your person. There are always so many ways to tell someone that you love them. And whether you create something or purchase something, the very act of giving is so special. Some people feel that everything is just far too, you know, commercialized nowadays. And that may be true in some ways, but perhaps it just requires us to think a little outside the box. And instead of thinking that every gift needs to be a certain dollar value, we can think of it in terms of maybe love value. It's really the thought that counts always, right? This season and any time that you are giving gifts, fill them with love and honestly, you've got a winner. So my question to you is, are you going to be, will you be the best gift giver that you've ever been this season? Not by applying more pressure to yourself, not by adding more stress, just by being a little more inspired. And I would love to hear if you've been inspired by anything that I've offered today. Perhaps you've had some other inspiration that's come from another source. I would totally love to hear that. And before I close off, I wanted to mention a few charities that if you are thinking of giving to somebody in a really unique way this year, where maybe it's not a specific 
you know, basket or specific gift that they're going to open in front of them. If you're considering charities that would be really, really um, worthy of your donation that you could give in honor of your friend or family or neighbor or coworker or whatever, um, a couple of my favorites, I'll just give you three of them here. And they're just beautiful organizations. One is Critter Care Wildlife Society. And what they do is they rehabilitate animals and they send them back to their homes healed and ready for the wild. And it's just a really, really extraordinary place. So it's just crittercarewildlife.org. And you can find out all sorts of information there about the organization and how to donate. Um, so that's great for the animal lover. How about the person who loves children? Well, there's an organization called Blind Beginnings. That's blindbeginnings.ca. And their mission is to inspire children and youth who are blind or partially sighted and their families through diverse programs, experiences, counseling, and peer support and opportunities to create fulfilling lives. And this is just a really tremendous organization started by a friend of mine. She was a colleague of mine many years ago when I worked for the Canadian National Institute for the Blind. And this was her, this is her heart and soul. And she herself is blind and just is such an inspiration for really the power of being able to accomplish whatever you desire and dream of in life. And that is her desire is that she and her organization would do that for other uh, children and, and youth. So really, really worthwhile organization. Again, that's blindbeginnings.ca. And another organization that is really phenomenal and close to my heart is the USANA Foundation and very specifically right now, uh, Garden Towers. And the Garden Towers are incredible. So this is great for the person who in your life, who you want to give to, who you know envisions a world where all humans are able to provide nourishment for their families. So these USANA garden towers are an amazing, amazing way to offer a self-sustaining resource for families around the world. It's like this four by four tower, stuff it full of, of dirt, plant the seeds, they grow out of it, out the sides, out the top. It just is incredible abundance. And it can provide for large families for years. And a lot of them will have surplus and that they're able to sell. So really, really incredible and in terms of um, allowing people to really have that level of independence and, and to be self-sustaining and they can be purchased all over the world. So really cool. So you can go to usanafoundation.org uh, forward slash garden dash towers if you want the specifics on the garden towers. So those are some of my ideas for today. And honestly, this is really about how can we give from our hearts and be love and show that love to our friends, families, neighbors, and colleagues. So I hope you feel a little bit more inspired today. And thanks so much for tuning in. And I look forward to connecting with you through the blog. You can also go to my 
Instagram or Pinterest account or find me on Facebook. So KimberlyChalmers.com is the main website. You can also sign up for my newsletter there so that you're notified right away whenever I produce my blogs and podcasts. And you get the best in specials and amazing, amazing wellness products. So everything is there for you. All right. Thanks so much. Be well and be you.